episode number six of wow, wow, Not wow. a Perth podcast. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intro sound is not enough. I need to put in my own, uh, my, my own sauce. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I should just record you doing that because I feel like it's the perfect sound. <laughs> no, come on. It has to come on fresh every single time. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to talk about today? We are so excited to talk about what do we know about the penis? The penis. What do we actually know? Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be one of those where it's more questions than answers. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot of questions. What um, do you do you want to? Yeah, I I, no. You you go ahead and tell me what you know about the penis. What I know about it. I feel like it's limited. Honestly, when I think back to what I do know, bits and pieces that I picked up while I was growing up. Obviously, when you're a kid, there's always a little bit of show me yours and then, you know, I'll show you mine kind of thing. Uh, Always. I dare anyone out here to find a child who has not gone through this whole show me yours and I'll show you mine. Um, And I just always assumed it was straightforward. It's an easy thing to understand, right? People like men, have penises that are out there (laughs) they can pee very easily like by the side of the road if they feel like it so very convenient on long trips yeah (laughs) yeah and right what else oh actually one thing i didn't know until i was probably in my mid-20s which is so late to know about this i always assumed that erections were intentional Oh, so I didn't know. And I remember it was a friend of mine was telling me about like a close friend too, about going to the grocery store and being with like in front of the cashier trying to, you know, cash out his stuff and getting an erection and being super embarrassed because he wanted to adjust it. But he was like he had a bunch of his (laughs) items. Right. So he could really address it. And then the cashier looked at him all weird and was like looking at him like he's a perv. And I was like, oh, like, was she attractive? He's like, no. So then I was like, but why, so why were you like, why did you have an erection? It's like, they just happen sometimes. And I was like, what do you mean though? <laughs> like they just happen what? sometimes? Like, like, <laughs> like what, how did it's attached to your body? Obviously you control the thing. So what, like, so anyway, that, and then he walked me through the entire thing of like, you know, the blood pumping and what that means and how there are so many occasions where it's like unintentional and, I was shocked. I was like shocked for three whole days. I kept three asking days. questions. And they probably thought I was weird. It's three days because I was like, but how do you live? You just go through life getting random erections and not being able to like, I was very sad for him and just shocked. So that was like one thing that I know that I feel I learn way too late in life. Interesting. Do, do, you, do you have more? I mean, little tidbits, little things here and there, like it can be tucked into pants if you need to like tuck it to the side or like there are different um, shapes Mm -hmm. and sizes and colors and also um, 
there are growers and there are showers. Oh, yes. That one I learned very, very late. <laughs> that's, that's what I know. And I feel like it's not even specific stuff. I feel like it's very broad, very basic stuff. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the shower and grower thing, I, I can't remember how old I was. I must have been maybe 22. I literally remember the friend who told me. It was another, another girl. And, and I was like, wow, what do you mean? So Because it was in, in, in German. And in German, it, the words are a bit different. It's like the little translation would be flesh penis and blood penis. Mm. The flesh penis being a shower and the blood penis being a grower. And she, she, I, I can't remember what the conversation was about. And she just, you know, she said, yeah, she, he has a flesh penis. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> All penises are flesh penises. Like, are you kidding me? Is there, is there something I don't know here? <laughs> I was, I, I had no idea what she was talking about. And then she explains and I'm like, are you serious? In the meantime, you know, this girl here believed uh, that, well, you know, if you're randomly <laughs> dancing with a guy and uh, you you strike his penis, you can right away know the size. And I'm like, well, oh. this technique is not going to work anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <clears throat> um what else do I know? I, I, I also know related to that random erections. I, I didn't know that young boys can have erections too. Mm. I had no clue. Little, not even boys, babies can have, not can, they have erections. I did not know that. And when I, when I learned, I was like, seriously and you know then it makes sense that erections are not like they're not sexual beings actually i don't know if like what those erections are in in younger children i'm like my head is going to well there are if if i don't know the fabric or the diaper or something is striking stimulating the penis in some ways that does does pleasure come from there and then the erection is triggered literally i don't know so yeah (laughs) a lot a lot of questions Mm -hmm. but i do know that even little babies can or have erections and how i learned that was i was reading an article uh, written by um a mother that was um trying to be very open about genitalia and talking to her children, being very open about it. And she was explaining how whenever she would go to the grocery store and buy tampons or pads for herself, she wouldn't hide. She wouldn't hide them in the in the cart. She would, if her son was there, then her son was there and she would explain if a question came up. And in the same way, she was also very open in terms of explaining to her boy what an erection is because he had a hard penis and he was asking questions. And since he was living in an environment where questions were allowed and were being answered, 
he knew what an erection was and he could he could label what was happening with his body which i find is super important but anyway she was explaining how she had um several instances where she was in a grocery store and her young boy three four years old was having an erection and was not happy about it because you know it's not necessarily pleasant if you're not planning on it and it happens and it's it's annoying so the young boy sitting in the cart and yelling very loud oh mom i have an erection again This is she she was she was basically explaining that situation. I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean he has an erection? And <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. So I, I had to Google that and um yeah, now I know better. So I know that. Um and my not my favorite topic. I should stop saying favorite topic because <laughs> there are way too many of them out there. Um, you might know where I'm going here because we already had a discussion around that at some mm-hmm. point. Smegma. Oh yes, yes. I know about that. Um, so uh, for those who do not know what that is, uh, for penises that are not circumcised, so where the foreskin is usually on top of or is covering the the head of the penis. I can't remember how to pronounce. Do you say gland, glands, gland? Maybe gland. The head of the penis <laughs> works just fine. The head is covered uh, by the foreskin. So if uh, a man doesn't regularly pull the foreskin away from from the head, uncovers the head basically to clean that area, there can be a a great collection of urine and sweat and I don't know, like stuff from underwear, like, mm, you know, the little like lint. fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy things. Yes. And well, if you never clean there, it can, yeah, it builds up to a white, yellowish, cheesy thing that doesn't smell great. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it or smelled it, but I I can believe it wouldn't smell great. And now that I'm thinking, I I'm not sure about that, so don't quote me on this. But I believe um, in uh, young children when the when uh, I mean even girls when the diaper change is not being done properly over several days. I think in some you can actually see the white. There is like white. Um, not strings, but white, white stuff yeah. between the labia minora and the labia majora in the oh, crevices, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very similar to smegma. I don't know if it's called the same, but I would believe it's yeah, it's a collection of urine and whatever yeah, was there stuff that and needed to be cleaned and, up, but just wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So there is that. And um, speaking of that, I I know that some boys are actually not being taught, boys that are not circumcised, are not being taught to how to wash their penis, how to take care of their penis. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've... Yeah. yeah, 
Well, I f- if you've heard about that, but I think in general, because okay, that's us though. But you know, if like a mom out yeah. there doesn't know that much about a penis, and like, would she be able to teach her her little boy how to clean it? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like it's com- directly related to the fact that we don't know a lot. There's a lot we don't know, and you were even now mentioning being uncircumcised versus being circumcised which is another thing that we don't talk a lot about and i don't know if most people understand the differences other than one of those involves you know cutting off the foreskin and the other one doesn't like what are the implications Mm. we we don't talk about it we don't know a lot about it so for someone who is uncircumcised they would need to be taught by someone else how to clean it right but if nobody knows yeah how do they learn they don't well i mean generally speaking like the the penis is to some extent it's like it's out there and i feel like i know everything there is to know about it but i'm just wondering is that all is there maybe more because the the also i know you and i have been talking about this the this podcast is not just about taboos around the female genitalia. It's not just about period and vaginas and vulvas and uteruses. It's also about penises. But I have, mm-hmm. we have so many topics related to the female genitalia. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm wrong and my assumptions are off. But I'm pretty sure there is stuff to discuss about the penis. And <laughs> I mean, we, we've, so we've actually had a men, yeah, a panel with men to discuss, to hear from them what it is that they might be dealing with or just how it is to, you know, go through life having a penis. And there's already, quite a few things coming out of it, but we definitely are going to do mm. more of those. Just, yeah, I, I just want to put it out there that even though I am, I would say that I'm someone that is super interested and invested in the topic, I don't see much and hear much about the penis. So I, well, first of all, I loved our men's yes. panel. I don't even know if we can call it that. It sounds so official, but it was literally just a conversation, kind of like the one we're having right now. But it was awesome. It was amazing to learn all the things that we didn't know and to also realize there's a lot more that we don't know we don't know. Yes. That's like mind-blowing. I loved that. But I wonder if it is really that the penis is that simple or if it actually is complicated, but we've been... <clears throat> sorry made to believe that it's actually simpler than it is yeah uh huh. i mean i i i'm even thinking is it is it also because for some not for some reason the penis just as an organ is out there you see it there's nothing really hidden or mysterious about it but for the 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 female genitalia it's yeah it is very mysterious it's it's inside you can't you can't see everything about it 
by just looking at someone who is naked, you have to do a little bit more, bend down, turn your head around. Like it's, it's, it takes more effort to basically get to it. And I'm wondering if that's why we feel like there's more to know about the female genitalia. It's not that there is more to know. It's just that on a regular basis, we don't know as much. And that mm-hmm. the penis is like, yeah, is, yeah, not even being discussed because, well, it's out there. No need to be di- to discuss anything about it. It's out there, but it's out there in a very specific way. We know so much and we hear so much about size, for example. You know, the perfect right. penis, how, how big is it, right? Like, there are certain things about the penis that are super out there that are giving us that illusion that we know a lot. But it's very specific information. Yeah, it's very restricted. Like in the dance community, for example, because we're both dancers and that whole talk about erections and not knowing that they're not intentional. That comes up a lot in dance, right? You may be dancing with someone. It's a close dance. People, men will grow erections. There are still many women out there who believe that it is because that person has intentions, Mm. you know, has like wants to get with them or is intentionally rubbing up against them to maintain that array. There's so many beliefs and that is talked about a lot. So there are some things we all know about. We all know these things are are happening. We all know about size and measurements and, but it's all kind of superficial stuff. Yeah. And I mean, even that, I think it's superficial. Yeah. Even the fact that um, not all erections are intentional um, I don't know how many people know or how many people don't. Because even just in the dance community, the difference it would make if 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 everybody knew some erections are intentional, yes, but some are also unintentional. Um, it it does change how you go through life, how you experience a dance or not. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely I'm looking forward to all the digging we're going to do with men. And uh, we can definitely say that there is at least one episode in the in the yes. in the cooking uh, <laughs> coming out really, really soon. So stay tuned because uh, that one is going to be. I'm I'm very, very excited for that. one. I, I don't want to say too much, <laughs> but I am very, very excited. <laughs> Uh, tell me how you really feel about this. <laughs> Was that not clear? I am very <laughs> making a happy dance here. <laughs> no, because like w- what you were saying before, we're super interested in this, but our lo- our knowledge is limited and it's very hard to determine where to go. So that's the other thing, because the same way that we were talking about, you know, there's so much that men don't know about the female genitalia and what we're going through as women but is the onus on us to then share that information because conversely it would be like we don't know a lot about penises are we expecting men to just kind of walk up to us and tell us about their penises (laughs) or you know what i mean like how do we how do we learn because then there is that little bit of men are seen in some situations as perverts or as if they might have an agenda for something, it could be a very delicate situation to be in. 
Yeah, there is that. And that reminds me, actually, because I've, I've spoken to a few men to invite them to this discussion that we had um, actually last weekend. I mean, now. Anyway, um, and <laughs> quite a few of them have shared with me already that not all, it's not a generality, but the men with whom I've spoken, um, they speak about those topics much more often with women than with men. At the same time, though, they're very hyper-conscious about, I, I don't want to come over as a perv or as, as, a, as a threat. I'm just genuinely interested in the, the topic, but if, depending on, you know, how the person I'm speaking to perceives what I'm saying or who I'm, I'm being while I'm doing that, um, that might end unwell for me. Uh, you know, basically people do not want to get me too because they ask a question out of interest and nothing more. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this is where we need to make a difference. And yeah, in the end, it's about making those conversations be normal and not having this barrier of, yeah, you can't even, if it's between a man and a woman, there is like, there is an issue. You, you can't be doing that this way. Yeah. And especially for us, like so far, I think we got that comment. We've been very comparative in how we're speaking about vulvas, right? We have examples of like, well, vulvas are like this, but actually penises don't have this issue or, you know, young girls growing up might have this issue, but compared to young boys growing up. And the reason we're using that is because our experience is very one-sided, yeah, very we biased. have this very specific view. It is biased mm. for sure. And there's only one way that we can speak from a perspective like that, which is like by comparing. It's not, I don't know if it's even like constructive. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's no, things are just different. We don't have to balance them or weigh them against like one against the other. They're, they each exist and they should each get their their moment to shine or to be explored and, and discovered. I like that. No, that is that is very true. What's the point of comparing? It's just one experience and then there's another and and that's it. And even it reminds me after the panel, we had a, a little discussion with a few friends from the dance uh, scene and we were talking about one of our previous episodes about the experience of being a girl having her period and going to school, mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. how much um, content you miss because of all the mental gymnastic you're doing. Like, how do I take my tampon out without anybody seeing it? And then one of the men shared, well, as a boy, there is also something that goes on. You are all of a sudden, your body is starting to react to things. You see um, the breast of a, of a girl and 
your head is is not you're not following the, the you're not following the content anymore and at the same time you're fighting this whatever it is that is going on in your body in your head and maybe even in your penis you might be having an erection right then and there not necessarily because you you are interested in in having sex with that girl in that specific moment but just something is being triggered by what you saw by what you saw and at the same time you're fighting all these urges or the physical what what is physically happening in your body because society is telling you you should be you should be reacting to that you should be you should you just shouldn't and mm-hmm. so that that friend that man was sharing that this also takes a toll on on young boys because in that moment they are also not being present on top of having yeah. to deal with these new physicals because that is new to them it it hasn't been mm-hmm. happening they they were seeing their mom's uh, boobs until they were i don't know seven, eight. it hasn't never done anything to their body and now all of a sudden every single time they see a little bit of flesh somewhere or a little round something it's it's a whole it's a whole big whatever happening inside of them and You know, I had never thought about that. When he shared that, mm-hmm. I, I literally, I was sitting there, I was like, mm-hmm. we need to make accommodations for girls who are having their period because we're missing content and this is not fair. Boys are all fine. They mm-hmm. don't have to deal with periods. And see there, there's a whole world that just opened up for me. So mm-hmm. this is, yeah. yeah, this is us acknowledging that we are we are definitely biased because we 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 only have our own experience and that's it and we want we want to have everybody's experience yes definitely i feel like i almost want to put a call out to like what is there to know about a penis can can y'all educate us a little bit can you yes. tell us what we don't know that we we should know and that everyone should know about penises about how they work or about how they feel or about the experience of growing up with one or the experience of just having one in society going to school with one going to work with one i think they're just Preach. so many facets that like we we would love to know more about and we are honestly super open to being educated and, and informed and yeah openly openly and unbiasedly <laughs> i feel like that's not a word um well yeah i mean bias is the thing it's always going to be there but i think the the best we can do is be aware of the existence of that bias and uh, bias ugh. It sounds weird. Be aware of the existence of that bias and um, act accordingly. Yeah, be aware basically that when I say, oh my gosh, we as girls have to go through so much and we miss on so much content and the boys, they don't. Well, yes, they don't have to deal with their period, but maybe there is something else they have to deal with. Just mm-hmm. constantly remind ourselves of that because it's it's easy to see what you're going through and dismiss it's not even dismissing just not knowing that other people are going through other stuff it's literally worse mm-hmm. than dismissing because dismissing at least you you know about it and you just make the conscious decision 
to not consider it. Well, I don't know what's worse, knowing and dismissing or not knowing that you don't know. But either way, <laughs> not knowing and not knowing and being open to knowing is the perfect. Well, not perfect. Knowing is the perfect answer. But if you don't know and are open to hearing about it, which is actually another thing that maybe would be interesting to touch on, maybe not in this episode, but eventually about the the onus on the person wanting to speak about these things. I I don't know what kind of impression I give out, like out and about, but I think people, and we, we posted recently about this, people feel that they would make other people uncomfortable by speaking about certain topics. Yes. If they bring it up, there's there might be some judgment, there might just be some like discomfort, there's all of that. And so a lot of people wait to see if the other person is going to bring it up first, mm-hmm. which then ends up meaning that no one is talking about it, right? And if you ask anyone, they're like, yeah, I would totally be open. I would be open. But because no one is taking the first step, it's not happening. Right. That's kind of the, the, the cycle we need to break, especially with something like this. Because I, I feel like, yes, I might go out there and say, like, I'm totally open to hearing about penises, but I might want to actively be going to men and being like, hey, I mean, not... <laughs> Not, not like that. I'm like <laughs> sliding, like just sliding up to some men at a Starbucks and be like, hey, can I hear about your penis? Um, like just <laughs> making sure that it's a thing, especially in like a close circle. <laughs> can you imagine just going? I no, feel like I there's can. a way to do it, but <laughs> still doing it where because I'm initiating that conversation, mm. they know that it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, I I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's not a thing in society yet. So however you do it, it is going to be awkward. Some are going to be less awkward than others, but generally speaking, it is going to be awkward. And, and we, we just have to, yeah, to, to go through it. It's not even deal with it. It, if it's awkward, it almost means like you, you, you're on the right path. Yeah, I'm smiling right now because it's like, oh, how you know you're doing it right if it feels awkward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because if it, if it feels right, then it's, it's, it's too comfortable. And if it's comfortable, then it means nothing is happening. There is a, how would you say that? No, there's no confronting new ideas or any change. If it's comfortable, it's business as usual. And business as usual is exactly what I'm, I'm tired of. I'm it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not. So yeah. Yeah. You feel uncomfortable? Good job. You're on the right path. <laughs> Do more of that. Yeah. Be more uncomfortable. That is I feel like that's the perfect ending note for this. Yeah. Be, go out there and be uncomfortable. <laughs> be uncomfortable. And we really want to hear from you. What? What is there that we might not know about the penis, that we might not know about what it is to go through life having a penis? Honestly, we, we want to know. I think with Spotify, we can even like start a poll or something. Ooh, I'm going to look yeah. into that. We can add it to the episode. We, we want to hear what you have to say because it's, we need it. We just need it. Yeah. That's how we, we will all grow. It. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Here, here. <laughs> yeah. 
as usual, guys, follow us on Spotify and on Instagram if you're into this at not a purse. That's N O T A P U R S E. And we'll talk to you on the next one. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye.